Hey y'all, uh, this is Inside Energy reporter Dan Boyce. I am sitting here with our data journalist, Jordan Werfsbrock. How's it going, Jordan? Uh, it's going great. Okay, the reason we're sitting down here today is we're talking about this new database that Jordan's put together. Tell us a little bit about it, Jordan. It is a database of all of the grid disruptions, so power outages for the past 15 years, going back to the year 2000. And we use this for the first time in a story I put together this week on the rise of power outages due to severe weather over the last 15 years. But the database that Jordan put together, it has a lot more than just weather involved power outages. It has all of them. Yeah, well, so they, uh, each of the reported events has this description, and this is given from the agency that reports it, so they're really crazy. So some of them say things like weather, ice storm, severe weather, um, but then there's things in there like vandalism and cyber threat from internet. And it's important to point out our contribution here is not the data. It's not like Jordan went out and talked to everybody who's been involved in every power outage over the last 15 years and, and asked them about what happened. And there's 1,650 of them, so that would take a very long time. <laughs> it would take longer than the week or two or a couple of weeks she's been working on this. What Jordan did is she compiled this data for the first time, and that is novel. Why, Jordan? Well, so these are forms that uh, power operators are actually required to submit to the Department of Energy uh, and the Energy Information Administration. And those forms are published in a summary every month and then every year. But that's not put together in a unified database where you can actually search for common terms. So you would have to go and you would have to download, say, all of the reported outages from 2012. So what I did was I downloaded each yearly file going back to 2000 and took all of those years and put them together in one uh, file and then formatted it so that it's standard, so that you actually have in each one the day the event began and then the time the event began and the cause or the description of the event and the geographic location. So they're all kind of have the same uh, information for each event. When you say standardized, it's because this stuff, the government wouldn't have used the same terms throughout. Right, a person makes it. So it's just kind of a, you know, there's probably a box on a form. Um, you can actually go online and see what the form looks like. It's it's kind of nerdy, but it's called Form OE417. Um, and For there's all a, those OE417 yeah. <laughs> nerds out there? And it says, you know, describe this event. And so, um, you know, people could write anything in there. So say you're looking at wind storms. It may say high winds or heavy winds or wind or windstorm or uh, just storm. Or it might just say weather or it might even not say at all what it is. Um, and so I actually went through and uh, looked at all of those causes and then and classified them. So anything having to do with weather, I gave it, I said it's severe weather so that you can now filter out the severe weather events. Jordan, this data does have some limitations though. Right. I mean, we're only looking at data that has been reported by the agencies that are required to report it. So there are people living in areas um, that are not under these jurisdiction. So um, it doesn't cover everyone living in the United States. Also, there's problems with the data itself. You know, it's a form created by a human and then entered into a database. So there could be errors. And just because it says on there that there was 
severe weather or that there was this thing called islanding that happened that doesn't mean that's the only thing that happened so we it's not comprehensive another example would be you know sometimes it says fire we don't know if that was a wildfire or if that was like some kind of electrical fire like there's just no way to tell unless you go back and actually scan the news see what happened on that date but we do have a date and a time for all of these outages so one thing that would be really cool is now that this database is online you could help as reader listener out there in internet land you could look and say like hey i wonder what happened on march 3rd 2008 or whatever day it is and then you could actually go look it up and help us build that database but that's kind of a future aspirational thing that would be really cool to kind of crowdsource more information about all of these events i have to admit one of my own personal guilty pleasures uh, surrounding this database. Jordan has been putting a ton of work into this. And I ha- my desk is right across from yours. We essentially adjoin cubicle walls. And listening to you frustrated arguing with your mom about putting this together because yeah. your mom, mom helped you compile it. I know. It. So I actually have a very cool mom. She's very tech savvy. She's a software designer. And um, she actually helped with getting it on the web in a way that you can search without having to be a data nerd who actually is downloading a spreadsheet. So you can actually search and filter and look at this database right there in your web browser, which is pretty cool. And there's absolutely no way I would have been able to do that without my mom. Her name's Rebecca Werfsbrock. So yeah, fist bump to her (laughs) or something. Thanks, mom. Yeah. So for those, uh, those of us who are looking at the page, again, thanks to the lovely help of your mother, Rebecca, what can we actually do looking at it? Yeah, so you can um, sort it. Say you want to, I don't know, go back in time and look at all the events that happened on your birthday or you want to, um, you know, search for a specific hurricane. You could search for Hurricane Irene. You could search for all of the vandalism events, you know, what's going on with all of those. But for those people who want to dig in a little deeper than the the way it's presented on the website. You can also get the full data. Too. Yeah, yeah. You can download it as a spreadsheet and then do, you know, do your own work with it. I and mean, I would love it, you know, any any fellow data geeks out there, take a look and, and let me know if you find any problems, if you find anything interesting. Um, yeah. Well, great. I've been speaking with Inside Energy's data journalist, Jordan Werfsbrock, about a cool new database she put together that lets you see the reasons for grid outages over the past 15 years, and we hope that you have fun looking at it out there in Inside Energy Land. Thanks a ton, Jordan. Thanks.